This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. What is going on, y'all? This is Steven from Headlock Talk. we got some exciting news for you. Our longtime sponsor, Naturally Hemp's, has now given us a Headlock Talk promo code. Woo. Go to naturallyhemp's.com, use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your entire order. And, by the way, it does not expire. Yes, this is true, Steven. I use Naturally Hemp's gummies for sleep aid, for muscle pain, and for post-workout recovery. And might I also mention, the lotions are great on your skin and they smell fantastic. Oh yeah, it's all really good stuff, but we also have some more for you. NaturallyPureSanitizer.com for all your hand sanitizer needs. Use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. Also, if you are a vapor and you are in need of e-liquid, AmericanVaporCompany.com. Use code HLT10 at checkout to get 10% off your order. Yes, they have a fine variety of uh, candy flavors, tobacco flavors, menthol flavors, and fruit flavors. So I'm a very big fan of that too. Oh yeah, all really good stuff. And again, code HLT10 at checkout at all of these websites gets you 10% off your order. Now on with the show. This week's Tanner and Steven Variety Hour debut. We have a lot of things to talk about, including hot dogs, space, UFC, and legless alligators. So stay in touch. We've got a lot to talk about here, ladies and gentlemen. This will be fun. And welcome to the debut of the Tanner and Steven Variety Hour, things that are too much to fit into just headlock talk. <laughs> I'm, of course, the Texas gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and as always, right across from me here, the one, the only, Mr. Steven Grudy. Hello. Hello, Steven. How's it going? It's going good, man. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got a, I'm excited after that intro. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot to talk about here. Lots and lots to talk about. Uh, this is, of course, the Tanner and Steven Variety Hour, where we just talk about uh, just all sorts of stuff that we've come across over the course of a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lots and lots to talk about. Um, so, first off, let's get into some strange news, Steven. Let's do it. Some strange news of the week. 
Um, let me see here. Let's first go to uh, a, an article here by NPR writer Colin Dwyer. Hi, Colin. How's it going? Hey, buddy. Headline is, Poland accidentally invades the Czech Republic in a minor misunderstanding. Hmm. Man. Who would have thunk it? Okay. Yes. Uh, published June 13th of 2020. So this was a little while ago here. Uh, apparently, Polish troops did not know that they had crossed the border into the Czech Republic and uh, mistakenly deterred citizens from entering a church uh, in the territory in the vicinity of the Czech and Polish borders. Um, so could have caused a little wow. little standoff there. That's uh, crazy. You know, minor misunderstanding. I guess if you travel just too far in Poland, yeah. You end up in the Czech Republic. <laughs> I think that's how that goes, yeah. I think that's the lesson learned here. That's kind of crazy, because you can't accidentally stumble into Mexico mm. from the U.S., you know? No, like, no, there's very much a clear, like, hey, you're now in Mexico. Well, <laughs> like, well, not just that. You'll have 27 people stop you and be like, where the hell are you going? Yeah. <laughs> that's sh- that's you, so interesting. You sure you want to go? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I'm. I'm wanting to go here into Mexico, man. So vacation, so border security in, uh, I guess, in Poland and the Czech Republic is uh, maybe a little, little light. Maybe a little. Yeah. I guess so. Perhaps so. Maybe there's not that clear, distinct border like what we know about the the Mexican and U.S. border or the Canadian U.S. border. Well, I can I can only guess that the Polish and uh, and Czech like relations are a little bit better than the U.S. and Mexico. I would assume. Most likely. Possibly, yes. Uh, the case has been dis- uh, discussed by the authorities responsible for border protection on the Polish and Czech sides, uh, the military's press office said in a statement. In the spirit of good Polish-Czech uh, relations, we believe that this was only a minor misunderstanding that was quickly cleared up. Man, that is a, so, m- that's a crazy misunderstanding. But... yeah. Like if props you, for them owning up to it at least. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. they weren't just like, oh no, I put them there. Yeah, like and well, you're next, or, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, like like what would you think if you're like one of those Polish soldiers and then like having like like a Czech policeman run up to you and be like, well, why is he, why is he speaking Czech at? Me? Yeah, like oh, there's a lot of them coming over yeah. here. <laughs> it's like, wait, what are y'all doing in Poland? What, like this is Poland. oh. I get it. I think we oopsed. I think we need to leave. I think we made an oopsie. (laughs) Yes. Indeed. That's crazy. Mm, Indeed, Stephen. Indeed. Um, So, yes. Minor border misunderstanding there. Uh, Something else. But but maybe the two countries come out stronger than ever. Perhaps so. Mm -hmm. Perhaps Mm -hmm. so, Stephen. Um, so yes, thank you NPR uh, for uh, for this headline news here from a couple weeks ago. Uh, also, uh, in breaking news today, well, we are recording this on July fourth, but you are most likely listening to this on at least July eighth. At least, at least, uh, hot dog eating champion Joey Chestnut uh, has broken another world record for hot dog eating at Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest. 75 hot dogs consumed, Stephen, per ESPN. Jesus, man. Stephen, um, hot dogs. Mm-hmm. We've talked about hot dogs a few times here on the show. Mm-hmm. Talked about it on Monday. Talked about them on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, could you ever see yourself eating that much food? Dude, absolutely not. I, like <laughs> That doesn't seem biologically possible. Uh, I mean, apparently he did it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying, like, dude... 
I don't think I could eat 10. Mm. Honestly. So, uh, this is hot dog and the bun, correct? Hot dog and bun. Normally I, what they do... I'm assuming they do the dip. They, yeah, they snap the, the dog, yeah. and then they dip the, the dunk, the bread, and the water to make it more easily digestible and sl- slides down your, your throat to your mm-hmm. gullet. Yeah. Let the meat slide down your throat hole. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to little Nikki. <laughs> Uh, yes, man. No, how much? Seventy five. Seventy five hot dogs. Seventy five hot dogs. Yeah, I would tap out around 12. realistically around eight or nine. Yeah, probably. Like if if it was just the hot dog, I could probably get to about maybe fifteen, sixteen. But you start adding the bun in there too. That's a lot of carbs. That's like super filling. And I also refuse to dip it in water. That's wet bread to me is disgusting like mm. i don't know mm. i don't know what it is about wet bread it it really like gets me mm. it's disgusting so yeah realistically probably about 8 or 9 uh per upi.com Joey Chestnut did discuss the uh the pros and cons of this year's hot dog eating contest and uh oh good in relation to uh covid-19 changes uh, per writer Ben Hooper, man, Rona's really <laughs> touching every, every every aspect of society, every facet of society. <laughs> truly, um, Chestnut says, "quote I think is a little bit of a benefit because being indoors, uh, uh, being indoors, just because I won't be exposed to ridiculous weather." He said, "Coney Island has the potential to be really hot and humid on the Fourth of July, so we're avoiding that, and also there can be rain." Mm. trade off there but see what's nice about the rain is it saves you the time of dipping the buns in the water perhaps because then the buns are already wet exactly mm. the dr- the largest drawback to the changes is the f- is the lack of a live crowd chestnut says there's been times where I it's feel you <laughs> yes uh quote there's been times where it's super ridiculously hot and i'm feeling faint before the contest even starts and then the crowd motivates me he said there have been times where the crowd motivates me, and I actually get a personal best, better than I've ever done in practice. I definitely wish I was in front this... of an audience, he said. I just have to remember that there are going to be millions of people watching on ESPN and use that as motivation. Hold on, this man practices? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, professional uh, professional eaters practice uh, so year-round sometimes. So... D- what, what what's awesome is that he has a level of of depth and clarity to professional eating that I would like to see in professional wrestling. True. <laughs> <laughs> so so they just man, what kind of poops does this guy have? Seventy five hot dogs. This will probably wreck him for weeks. I would I, think. I'm yeah. sure. Um, so really, he can only have like a training session a week, maybe. I mean, I don't even know if they if they train that often. Perhaps mm. um, there is a great documentary about the Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest um, that, that you can see starting starring Joey Chestnut on oh, right ESPN on. Plus. Uh, so I would recommend checking that out if you are interested. Um, I wasn't, but after this, I kind of am. But, but now you are. <laughs> like I have a few questions for Joey Chestnut. Really, like what kind of questions would you ask him? Well, I, I mean, like what. How'd you start doing this? What what gave you the idea to start doing this? Uh, so he's, he he set the the new record. I'm assuming that's a record like it, like a new in competition record. But does he have a higher record than that personally? 
I mean, I don't see how you could eat more than 75 hot dogs. I don't see how you can eat 75 hot dogs. So if he got there, <laughs> like, he clearly can go further. Yeah, he keeps breaking that, that ceiling that's there. That's what I'm saying, man. That's incredible. A couple questions. That Like, that's it. <laughs> Maybe we should try and have Joey Chestnut on the show. I'm down. Uh, somebody, please. I will try and reach out to Joey Chestnut on Twitter, but... Uh, let, let's uh, let's start adding Joey Chestnut on Twitter. Try mm-hmm. to get him to come on to Headlock Talk and talk about how he does his thing uh, during these food contests. Yeah, I, I, like I'm not even kidding. I'm in, I'm intrigued. I, I want to know. Okay, well let's 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 bring him on. Let's try and bring him on the show. I'm down. Let's let's try and do this because we we definitely need answers and we need to congratulate Joey Chestnut for uh, 75 hot dogs. That that's an achievement. That's, man. Like, I mean, look, you know, that's up there with like. Man, going to the moon. <laughs> Honestly, Great Wall of China being built. Genghis Khan's empire. Yeah, like um, yeah, mm-hmm. Alexander the Great's conquests. Mm-hmm. It really is up there. I mean, seventy-five hot dogs. That's... M- man's achievements. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Goodness. <laughs> quite a lot of hot dogs. Uh, moving swiftly along here uh, to more strange news from one of my favorite places, the state of Florida. Ah, yes. Ah, this is going to be good. Per UPI.com, also writer Ben Hooper, alligator with missing limbs shows up on family porch. (laughs) Uh, uh, This is in Florida here. Uh, A large alligator with two missing limbs has a new home at a reptile rescue after it showed up on a Florida family's front porch. The 8-foot, 9-inch alligator was spotted Tuesday at the front door of a home in Tampa. Tampa. Of course. You know, <laughs> you know where this was going, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and the residents called uh, for help removing the unwelcome reptile. Um, Karina uh, Sarah Panner and John Panner, who run the Croc Encounters Wildlife Sanctuary and operate a nuisance alligator trappers con. Uh, yep, yep. What 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 kind of sentence is this? Karina Sura Painter and John Painter, who runs who run the Croc Encounters Wildlife Sanctuary and operate as nuisance alligator trappers. There we go. Mm. Got it. Right on. Reading. Uh, they uh, contracted with the state, uh, were summoned to the scene to capture the alligator. He was not too happy to be evicted from his comfortable shady spot as he smashed everything in sight upon exiting. <laughs> Uh, That's some colorful writing there. The post said the alligator was missing two limbs, most likely as a result of a fight with another gator. Uh, the alligator will have a new permanent home at Croc Encounters, the post said. Goodness. I- indeed. Steven, somebody had to have discovered this alligator at the front door. If it was you, what would you do? <laughs> oh, man. So, so, you're, so, so you're walking out of your living room. You're like, you know, saying goodbye to the wife and kids. Of course, about to head on, head on to work. You mm-hmm. have your, you have your, your coat on, your top hat. You're smoking your pipe. Of course, Tw- twirling my mustache. Yeah, you're about to, mm-hmm. you're, you're about to walk out the front door, kiss the wife and kids goodbye, and then boom, gator. Yeah, <laughs> by God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, man. Okay, so. I I don't like alligators. They they terrify mm. me. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, they're they're much faster than you think they are. Yes, they're they're extremely fast and they're very powerful. They're very powerful. They can close the distance on you extremely quickly, surprisingly quickly. So, if I open my front door and there is a two limbed alligator, that door is being shut. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone is being called, 
and, and I am not leaving my house <laughs> until that two-limbed gator is gone. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this: this is a feel-good story because mm-hmm. he he is now he now has a happy happy home at, at a gator sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great to hear. He's going to be taken care of there. Uh, but man, a fight with a gator. Mm-hmm. That's rough. It is. That's really rough. At what point is a limbless alligator really just a snake? That that's fair. <laughs> like an armored snake. <laughs> Honestly, it, I guess he does have two two more two other limbs. Well, what? Hmm. Which two limbs were were taken? Was it the two front ones, two back ones, a mixture? Yeah, the the article doesn't say. Hmm. Un- unfortunately, gotcha. Uh, but yes, interesting story here coming out of Florida. Yes, perhaps unsurprising. Uh, I mean, a tad unsurprising, but this has a l- another mm. wrinkle in it because he's missing the limbs. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, an alligator showing up on a porch in Florida, yawn. Like I, I I've seen, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that headline ninety times. But two limbed alligator, mm. that's new. Yes, that's new indeed, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move along to some news in the media. Okay, mm. news in the media. Mm. Uh. Cult favorite show, Unsolved Mysteries, has debuted on Netflix. Yes, indeed. One of my favorite shows growing up was Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, that not only covered like cold cases and missing, per- missing persons cases, murder cases, uh, but also uh, things of uh, you know the more bump-in-the-night form, like mm-hmm. uh, Bigfoot and UFOs and ghosts and stuff. But yes, Unsolved Mysteries. Great show. Mm-hmm. Very excited to see. Uh, what becomes of it here? Hopefully, it's a long-standing kind of thing. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it it seems to really fit the Netflix platform too, because that mm. that's something that you can very easily binge watch. Yeah, like very easily. Well, and Netflix keeps going for these shows that are like true crime, like mm-hmm. documentary kind of style things, and I think this fits the form perfectly. Yeah, uh, and if it does become a continuous series, you could continue just rolling out all new mysteries and different things that are going on. Uh, Mrs. Headlock Talk did, in fact, have a check to, uh, a chance to check a couple of the episodes out. Um, I don't know if she was a fan of the original series, so she was. She kind of gave me mixed opinions. So I'm going to have to watch it for myself and kind of figure out, you know, if it's uh, worth the watch. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, shouts out to Netflix though because they they continuously keep doing this thing where where they're uh, they'll buy the rights to like. Uh, you know, past popular shows or like cult classics and things like that, and and bring them back. Uh, you know, shows that people might have thought ended a little too soon, and they'll bring them back. They they bring a lot of the original writers back, a lot of the original actors and stuff. So that that's mm. really cool. Obviously, this isn't like a, a drama show, so it's a little bit yeah. different. But uh, it, it's it's cool to see them. You know, acknowledging that that this was a very popular show for a long time. And they're like, hey. We have the money to bring it back. It's good stuff. Why not? You know? Yeah. So if you're a true crime fan or, or a fan of things that go bump in the night, well worth checking out, I think. There you go. Mm, indeed. Uh, let me see here. Some more news from the media. Um, unfortunate news here, of course. Uh, comedians Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub test positive for COVID-19 after show in San Antonio. Uh, yes, this is from KSAT.com. Um, of course, if you are familiar with the Joe Rogan Experience podcast and uh, a video show on YouTube, uh, Brian Callen and Brendan Schaub are recurring uh, guests on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple months back, uh, they were all really talking about, hey, let's move to Texas and do a bunch of shows in Texas. 
and all of this stuff here. They felt constrained by the laws and regulations in California. Mm. Uh, but now you've come to Texas, a hotspot of hotspots. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> not a good idea, Mm-mm. I don't think. Uh, let's see here. The the uh, quote goes on here to say, um, let me see here. I Let me see. This comes from Brian Callen. I believe I caught it in San Antonio, Texas. The, re- the reason why I believe that is I got tested Monday and I tested negative. I started feeling badly Tuesday morning, so I got tested again Wednesday. And I'm positive pending, which means I'm probably positive, Callan said in his Instagram post. He goes on to say, if you fist bumped me, I realized fist bumped a, I, I realized I fist bumped a couple of people. Or if you took a, or if I took a picture with you um, outside after the show, go get tested. If you took a picture with Brennan Schaub or uh, Stevie Blue Eyes, go get tested, Callan said. My guess is from talking to certain people who know the difference, we caught it there. We didn't transmit it. Uh, uh, by don't take any, uh, but don't take any chances. He says. Um, <clears throat> I mean, they really can't know if they transmitted it, it unless those people get tested. Yeah, you know, um, you can't really say, "Oh, we didn't transmit it." It's like, no, you don't know that. Yeah, and and I think like, I'm not saying it's his fault necessarily, right? You know? Well, I think that there is like a certain dimension to this here, and I I do get some of the feeling of people. Uh, especially in America, who really push to reopen things, and I'm and I don't want to make this a political thing at all. But when there's that massive push to try and reopen things, or you know, you get that itchy feeling of man, I just want to go back and live life like it was before. Um, yeah, I mean, you get situations like these, and it's sad and unfortunate, and uh, you know, maybe that puts things into perspective for you about uh, perhaps what uh, what the world is like now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, not. I don't, I don't know. This isn't for I, me. I don't think this is a political issue. Yeah, like, science isn't political, right? You know, right. Uh, it, it's it's unfortunate that this whole thing has become so politicized because it it is black and white, but yeah. it's being treated as not black and white for whatever reason. Exactly. No, a hundred percent. Um, and uh, like I said, I, I have nothing against Brian Callen. I have nothing against Brendan Schaub. Not at all. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things where you know maybe you know maybe just uh, take a break. You guys have a, a successful podcast yourselves. Mm-hmm. Just keep doing that. Yeah, I, I mean there, there's you, different avenues that that you can do. Yeah, you know, like you, you can cut your comedy chops in another form. It's gonna be okay. Or you can even take a break. There's a lot of people taking a break right now, and, yeah. and I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. Yep, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I get, I get it. I'm sure that the feeling of being in front of a live crowd is is addicting and exhilarating. Dude, uh, I miss going yeah. to concerts. Yeah, like a hundred percent. Yeah, but it is what it is. Yep, it's the way that the world is right now. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that that concert that I had in March that got postponed to August, it's now postponed to March. Yes, Stephen. It's uh, it's terribly unfortunate, and I wish, uh, uh, I wish it wasn't that way. I mean, yeah, so do I. But I mean, that's it's where we are right now, it is. And, and it just needs to be taken into account. Is all you know? It's life, man. Yeah, things will change. We yeah. just ha- we just have to do better, and we ha- we and we will make it through. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask, all right. Use hand sanitizer. Yes. Stay safe. Naturallypuresanitizer.com. Yeah. Use uh, code HLT10. 
Yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have uh, the Face Nineteen website up and running soon. So you can use HLT Ten to buy really cool graphic design face masks. Uh, they're very comfortable. I wear mine to the gym all the time. All right. I also use hand sanitizer when I'm at the gym all the time. I clean down the equipment before and after use. See, it's I just about being careful. I stay away from people using equipment around me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, you just gotta you gotta do your thing and be responsible. Yep. That's what it's all about. Um, but yeah. It's good. Good times. Yeah. Great memories. <laughs> Sad to hear they got it in San Antonio, though. Yeah. It's pretty close to home, man. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it is. Um, but let's move on to some sports news. All right. Sports? Yes. Indeed. Yeah. Um, another coronavirus positive testing here. Uh, it's it's very unfortunate. Uh, coming from the UFC, uh, it looks like... Um, Gilbert Burns, who is set to headline a, uh, a title fight with Kamara Usman um, at UFC 251, he tested positive for coronavirus as well. He's being pulled from UFC 251. Um, in my mind here, this fight was made because UFC could not properly negotiate with Jorge Masvidal, who's been a rising star in UFC uh, since last year. And UFC would not renegotiate his contract to pay him more money. Ah. So, you know, they sidelined Jorge, and they brought in Gilbert Burns uh, for this match. And, uh, well, it's falling apart. That sucks. Yeah, well. That sucks. It just goes to show you should have paid Jorge his money. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's in a crappy situation. Exactly, exactly. Jorge doesn't get his money. UFC doesn't get their fight. Gilbert doesn't get his his money either. Yep. Uh, yeah. Man, it's, it sucks. You know, it's a terrible situation. Yeah. Um, I I really do think that they'll find a replacement. Um, this is very very last minute though. So who knows what'll happen here? Yeah. I, I mean, they might reschedule it. They might put another fight in its place. Right. It was supposed to be a very very big card though. Uh, this was the uh, this was the Fight Island card, I believe, if I'm not ah. mistaken. The, gotcha. the, the famed Damn. Fight Island. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, we'll we'll stay tuned and see how this situation evolves. Mm-hmm. Um, also, sporting news here. Um, as Mike Charlip uh, at MikeJC821 on Twitter asked previously on Twitter uh, on Monday's episode of Headlock Talk, he wanted to know our thoughts on the following developing situation here. Uh, many sponsors are putting pressure on both the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Redskins, respectfully, uh, to change their names. And both organizations are said to be keenly looking and researching into what that could look like and what that means for uh, its fan base. Uh, Now, Stephen, this has been a very controversial subject that's been brought up many times over the years. Mm -hmm. What is your take? Just change the name. Yeah, just 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 do it. Like, <laughs> as as a white guy, yeah. I, I'm not 100 percent, you know, uh, uh, equipped to to say whether or not this is a racially insensitive name or anything like that. Uh, so my opinion on that is not invalid, but but lesser, uh, I would say. Uh, but there's a lot of people saying that hey, that's uh, it's pretty offensive, and uh, yeah. you should probably change that. And I, I like I understand it. It's branding, 
and they've been the they've been the Redskins for for so long for so long, yeah. and, and I understand that, but th- there's people saying, "Hey, this is offensive. This is racist. Can you please change it?" You saying, "Absolutely not. Under no circumstances." That's a that's a terrible look for you. Yeah, it's an awful awful look, and also, it's just a name. Yeah, it's just a name. You can pick a different mascot, and you can still be a successful football team. Like I don't understand why they're putting like all this identity in this very clearly offensive mascot. You know, right, right. Um, it's it it is. Um, and, and that's mm. that's coming from a non-football fan. So yeah. so I don't have like memories and attachment to the Redskins like some people. Mm-hmm. I, th- this is just from like a completely outside-in perspective, you know. Yeah, I mean, I can't say that I'm a huge Redskins fan either, nor am I a big fan of the Cleveland Indians baseball team. Um, but yeah, I mean, there have been plenty of times where teams have rebranded or moved or changed the name or done a multitude of different things. Here's the thing: no one's asking you to move out of Washington D.C., and no one's asking you to move. Uh, from Cleveland, uh, Ohio. Um, right. That, that's certainly not the case here. Um, but yeah, there's so many other things that you could change your name to, right? Um, you know, just just find something local that like gives you an identity or something like that. Yeah. Right. The like, Washington Lincolns. Yeah. The, yeah. The Washington Senators or something like that. Well, that's. Yeah. It's a little lackluster, it but it is what it is. But it's topical. Yeah, I, I think that like some people, and this is definitely the wrong thought, but I can see, I can, I, I could see the argument from someone saying like, "Oh man," but like you know, you always have the Cowboys versus the Redskins. It's like Cowboys and Indians, and that's like a traditional kind of thing, and it, like it fits the rivalry, and like you know, it's cool. Cowboys and Indians. Yeah, you know the relationship between cowboys and Indians is like a stain on American <laughs> history, right? Like, like that's not at all something that anybody should be proud of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that argument makes like negative sense, <laughs> honestly. Um, yes, I, I feel the same way. I mean, but like I said, there's plenty of things that you could change the names to for both teams, really, in all honesty, and especially now. It's not even like political pressure. It's it's actual like corporate activism pressure. Mm-hmm. Like um like like the people that do the sponsorship for the stadiums are actually putting pressure on them with their multi hundreds of millions of dollars deal with the stadiums. Yeah, for uh, you to do something about it. Uh, unfortunately, in my my pessimistic view, that's just corporate PR. Like they they don't actually care. They they just want you to think that they care so that you'll buy their products i mean that's fair or, or at least they continue to buy their product right but at the same time like i said i think it's just so easy just to finally put the argument to bed rename to some rename to something different well and and that's the that's the the core of the argument is like this isn't going away this yeah. has been this has been a thing for 10 years yeah y- you know like 10 15 years like this this keeps popping up and obviously, people are uncomfortable with it. Yeah, you know, and the Washington it's not going away. Yeah, and the, and and the Washington team is let's be honest, it's been quite lousy for years. Maybe some fresh rebranding does them some good. Maybe maybe True. gives them a little bit more pride and 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 sense of purpose in, in what they do 
every Sunday or Monday whenever they play. You know? Yeah. It's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Just go ahead and do it. In, instead of every headline being about the Redskins having an offensive name. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, let's... Let's let's change and, it, and then we can have a talk about whatever your new mascot. We can have a talk about that team actually doing good and, and yeah. performing well, yeah. instead of just like completely not even paying attention to how they actually play as a team. And instead, it's all about the name. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I get it being about tradition and this and that, and I I understand. Um, but this again has been an argument for years. Right. It's not going away until something is done about it. So just go ahead, bite the bullet, do something about it, and have fun with it, really. What about the Washington Reds? Hmm. 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 And your mascot could just be this like red creature. Hmm. 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 I don't know. I was thinking like maybe Washington Bulldogs. There's not a Bulldogs mm-hmm. NFL team. That, could, that could, maybe that could work. That could work. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, there's so many, like, yeah. like anything. You can't, anything. you really can't miss out. Exactly. Um, yeah, good stuff, I think. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We shall. <laughs> um, let me see here. In food news, Stephen, we've got some food mm, news. I yes, like that. indeed. Taco Bell. Oh, snap. Taco Bell. I think I know what you're going to say. Doing a, something a little bit different now. Uh, Taco Bell is now doing a, a new grilled cheese burrito yeah. that has a layer of melted cheese on the outside. Taco Bell cashing in on that cheese game, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where does Taco Bell rank for you in terms of fast food? Um, So I actually really like Taco Bell, personally. Mm. Um, it, it's not like amazing food, mm. but it's, it's good food for very cheap. Uh, so I actually eat Taco Bell. Quite often, actually. Mm. Uh, I ordered it just the other day, and I did see that that grilled cheese burrito on there. Uh, it was a little weird for me, though, so I didn't mm. get it. Mm. Uh, I, it. I was intrigued, though. I was intrigued. See, the funny thing about Taco Bell is like the, the entire restaurant is five ingredients. Like five or six ingredients. And, and then they just you know layer and change those ingredients in some way to make something else. You know? So... I don't know. Taco Bell's fine. I, I like Taco Bell. That burrito is a little weird. It does sound like a little bit much, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm intrigued. But see, like, I don't... I can't imagine it's very good, is all I'll say. It, it's just... It's a beefy five-layer with cheese on the outside. Mm. It's like, okay, there's cheese on the inside. Like, why, why, do, why do you need all this cheese, man? Like, it's too much cheese. Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, I, I, I would say Taco Bell is, is fine. What, what, um, it doesn't upset me, but something <laughs> that, that irks me about Taco Bell <laughs> uh-huh. is that um, they will do things like this on a monthly basis where they're like, hey, let's try a new test kitchen design of some yeah, sort. Yeah. And like, I really liked that like XL Chalupa that they had yeah. going on for a while. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Um, or, um, dude, the naked chicken Chalupa. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah. That they don't was have good. that anymore. That, that shit was good. That was, that's, that's gone now. Um, they also had like the extra cheesy, uh, uh, Gordita Crunch. I mm-hmm. think that, that, that was a thing that Nacho they were fries. Yeah. So like, they keep like doing so many things. They keep doing like these test kind of things here. And then they like, 
they go away mm-hmm. and they're never heard from again. And it's like, but I, I, I literally went to Taco Bell once and I was like, give me this. And they're like, we don't have it anymore. That ended yesterday. I'm like, you got to still have it somewhere in the back. It's like, and, no. And see, that's, that's going on my point where it's like Taco Bell, the entire restaurant is just five or six ingredients. It's like, oh, we don't serve that anymore. It's like, motherfucker, put the thing together. Like you <laughs> have the ingredients, put the thing together. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like, I agree with you. That is one very annoying thing about Taco Bell, yeah. and, and it always seems like their, uh, you know, their limited time stuff is the best thing on the menu. Yeah, why? And then you... it's just gone. Yeah, maybe you should just do a thing where, like, maybe the new monthly thing is you bring back all of the limited time things, right. for a month. <laughs> See, the last one, the last limited item to actually become a full menu item was the quesarito. Ah, uh, yeah. That was yeah. the last one, but even then, that was like what two, three years ago. Yeah, it's been a while. It's time. To, it's time to add something new. You gotta, gotta bring something back. Bring back the naked chicken chalupa mm-hmm. and the XL chalupa. Yeah, a hundred percent. And the and the the extra large gordita crunch. Dude, the the nacho fries. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. Yeah. So Taco Bell, heed this warning. Yeah. Do something about these foods. Yeah. Please. I mean, I'm still gonna buy food from you because, like, it's 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 good. Yeah, it should be tasty. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I I'm like indifferent towards Taco Bell. At least I tell people like I'm indifferent, but like I eat Taco Bell all the time just because it's so cheap. You know. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, Taco Bell is something else, man. They have a they have another new item too. Mm. It's it's like a it's. Basically, a cheesy gordita crunch uh, without um, without sour cream and like tomatoes, but it's like the same thing, and it has like red those like red uh, chip like strips. Mm-hmm. It has those in there too, hmm. and then like a chipotle like sauce thing, hmm. but it, it's like a dollar thirty, whereas the gordita crunch is like four dollars. Goodness, it's pretty good. Just saying, that sounds tasty. Uh, let's move on to our closing segment of the Tanner and Steven Variety Shower. Uh, Variety Shower? Variety Shower. Hmm. Hmm. Spicy. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yes, the Tanner and Steven Variety Show. Uh, this week in history. Ba, 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 ba. This week in history. <laughs> yes, of course. On this day in 1776... Uh, we had, uh, let me see here, church bells and possibly even the Liberty Bell uh, being rung during, uh, uh, or after rather, John Nixon delivering the first public reading of the Declaration of Independence in the United States. So for all you rebels out there, yeah, you, you, you did it. America. America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You will no longer be ruled under the tyrant uh, tyrantship of the uh, the very old woman and a small tiny child. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. No more King George. No, no more of the. No more of the tea tax. No more sugar tax. No more. No more taxation without representation. None of that. That's that's what they said at the time. America. That's what they said at the time. That's what it said in my textbook too. <laughs> Goodness. Um. Uh, <laughs> hmm. In 1947, reports are broadcast that a UFO crash landed in Roswell, New Mexico, in what became known as the Roswell UFO Incident. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. In 1947, 
And what do you think about that? Just just curious. Uh, about Roswell and yeah. UFOs and stuff yeah. like that? What, what do you think? I don't think we're alone. Yeah. Yeah. You, you think we, we've, uh, you think they've made contact? Uh, have we actually made contact? Mm. It's possible. Mm. Yeah, I think it's totally possible. Though at the same time, I mean, the odds are just so slim, mm-hmm. right? Um, I just, we would just never know. I, I don't think it's possible that we would have made contact without, and, and they kept that quiet. I don't think that's possible. Mm-hmm. Especially like nowadays. Obviously, like Roswell was forever ago, well, way I mean, before like smartphones and stuff. We but. Cl- we clearly haven't gotten to a point where we can keep quiet about an NXT taping. Exactly. So that's, like like we can't even we can't even keep that spoiler under wraps. <laughs> you, you, you think we can? You think we can keep you like alien sightings from from the public? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's possible. But who knows, Stephen? In further space news, uh, Space Shuttle Atlantis is launched for its final mission, or uh, in the final mission of the U.S. Space Shuttle program in 2011. So, Stephen, kind of piggybacking off of this here, space, yes. the, the final frontier. Indeed. What do you make of it? Oh, space is great. I, I love talking about space. Like, yeah. it, it's just so intriguing to me. What's your favorite part about talking about space? What was, like, your favorite subject in all of this? Uh, like, uh, basically, like, like, are we alone? Well, yes, definitely that. But but I actually prefer like the physics uh, of space. Mm. I, I find that really really interesting. Uh, black holes, neutron stars, and quasars, and and things like that. Those are are super super interesting to me personally. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. Well, listeners, you'll have to give us your thoughts on what you think of space. Yeah, we would like to know. See the the. The alien thing for me, I, I don't really think about very much, just because it, if you take into account the the size of the universe, it's mathematically impossible that we are the only living beings. Mm. You know what I mean? It, so I've kind of like settled it with myself. Obviously, I'm not a scientist, and this is just like my theory. Mm. But like, I've I've settled it with myself that like, yes, absolutely, aliens exist. Hmm. I don't think we've made contact yet, but at the same time, there is no way I would know that. So I don't know. So I don't I don't think about aliens too often. I, I think about like the the physics uh, of space a lot more. One thing that I think about some, from time to time here uh, is. Uh... You know the the concept of parallel universes. Yes. You, you think yes. that uh, that 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 might be the case? Maybe in a parallel universe somewhere instead, and instead of us talking about wrestling, or we're talking about like uh, I don't know, gymnastics, or you yeah, know, or something else. You think that's possible? It, it's definitely possible. Uh, hmm. it, it, it's all theory. You know, it, it's really hard to know for sure. Uh, but yeah, according to like the the multiplex theory, you know, hmm. it's uh, it, there is every single possible variant of Tanner and Steven and Headlock Talk. There, There is every single possible mathematical variant happening all, all at once. Mm. Uh, there is a really cool theory uh, that says that... Um, because like no one knows what's inside a black hole, right? Because yeah. uh, no no light or information or matter can, can escape. Yeah. Uh, so they say, or, or you know, people theorize, I guess, that it, it's possible that we are in a black hole. And that that our our universe and and the the physics and the nature of the universe is only the nature of this black hole, hmm. and then we're 
uh, were you to to pass through another black hole, you would then be in, in a completely separate universe with in a uh, with completely plane. yeah different plane, uh, different laws of nature, and, and things like that. Yeah, Stephen, you're blowing my mind. You're welcome. <laughs> no, I, I love space. I love space. Yeah, space is great. Mm-hmm. So send us your thoughts on space, uh, and we would love to hear back from you, the listener, as to what you think. And maybe what your favorite space subjects are. Yes, indeed. Maybe even tell us what your favorite planet is. There you go. Hmm. Indeed. Uh, Also, coming soon, uh, we will have a letters to the editor section where you can just send us uh, a note on anything that you'd like us to talk about. I like that. We'll read it on air. We'll give you our thoughts. We'll even offer you advice. So... Uh, for whatever that's worth, Stephen and I, we'll, for whatever that's worth, we'll, we'll try and help you out. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I've been doing so well so far. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, but that has been, of course, the debut episode of the Tanner and Stephen Variety Hour. We're we're clocking in just about forty minutes here, Stephen. So a little little short taster yeah. for what we have coming up in the future. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about here, Stephen? Oh man. I don't think so, man. Once we got to space, I was like, "Oh, here we go." Yeah, here I mean, we, we can talk more about space. I mean, we'll we'll leave it as a taste. Okay, we'll leave, leave it, it as, as a taste. As a taste. Mm-hmm. Okay, so give us a shout. You know, uh, I'll send out a tweet here about letters to the editor. You can send us a, a, a an email or hit us up on Twitter about something that you would like to talk about or advice that that you may need. We'll be here to listen to you. Yes, indeed. Indeed. But that has, of course, been our show here at the Tanner Stephen Variety Hour. We thank you, of course, for tuning in. Do not hesitate. Please go to naturallyhemps.com for all of your CBD needs. Use code HLT10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order. That offer does not expire. Also, naturallypuresanitizer.com for all of your hand sanitizer needs. Stay clean, stay safe out there. Use naturally pure hand sanitizer. Uh, for uh, cleanliness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're a vapor, uh, you, you need a new vape juice. It's always a good thing to have around if you're vaping. It's true. Go to AmericanVaporCompany.com and use promo code HLT10 for all of your vaping needs. Lots of cool juices. Very tasty stuff to try out. Highly recommend it. Yes, indeed. Mm, indeed. Uh, and then coming soon, Face 19 for graphic face masks. We'll be doing giveaways uh, here again soon, so be on the lookout for those tweets and subscribe to Headlock Talk for your chance to enter uh, uh, the, the the giveaway. Yes, indeed. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. It's fun times. Indeed, Stephen. Uh, and while you're there, go ahead, scroll up on your screen, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a five-star rating and review uh, on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere else for that matter. That way, so Headlock Talk can be numero uno. You know, for us and for you. Yes. Yes, indeed. Numero by, uno. By the fans, for the fans. Uh, and uh, I think that's just about it, Stephen. I think you, that's it, you yeah. get, you get, If we don't have anything else to talk about, uh, I'm, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt. And as always, right across from here, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you, everybody, and have yourselves a great rest of the day. We'll see you on Friday for the Rogue and Ranger Gamecast. Later, y'all. Woo!
Whether you're kicking it in the sticks or kicking it at home, lounge in upholstery with a contemporary feel designed for relaxed living with the Brantley Gilbert Collection at Morris Home. Enter online at morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win a guitar personally autographed by Brantley Gilbert or one of many Morris Home gift cards to upgrade your home today. That's morrisathome.com slash win for your chance to win from Morris Home. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. 